Welcome to the Buick Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Marion, and on this podcast, we dive deep into the outdoors. We discuss hunting and fishing techniques, give you tips and tricks, tell stories, and everything in between to help you enjoy the outdoors. This podcast is brought to you by Trustfire Flashlights. Trustfire Flashlights typically feature advanced LED technology, rechargeable batteries, and multiple lighting modes such as high, medium, low, strobe, and SOS. These flashlights come in various sizes and are designed to cater to different needs from compact everyday carry models to larger, more powerful tactical flashlights. For me, I have the T40R tactical flashlight with a maximum output of 1800 lumens. And let me tell you, when I go outside and I flick this thing on high beams, you can see absolutely everything. It lights up your world. Uh, This one, especially, it's nice and small and compact. It fits in your hand real nice. There's a little clip on it to clip it onto your pocket. And also there's rechargeable batteries in it. It comes with a charger. Uh, There's a battery indicator. All that good stuff. And pretty well everything that you would expect from a really, really good flashlight. Uh, If you guys want to check out uh, all the flashlights that they have, go to TrustFire.com. And if you use the promo code Buick at checkout, you'll receive 10% off your order. So that's TrustFire.com. Dot com promo code Buick and you'll receive 10% off your order. Welcome back to another Buick Outdoors podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by my brother Blaine and uh, we're going to be talking about getting uh, kind of fit and losing weight and all that good stuff just for enjoying the outdoors a little bit better. I know uh, for myself I've, I've never really been overly too healthy or worked out a whole lot and uh it's really held me back when it comes to being in the outdoors. So we're going to talk to Blaine and uh, just kind of see what he would recommend for kind of getting to better shape. Because lately you've been on this fitness journey and uh, you've you've come a long way in yeah. a very short time. So where would be a good place for a guy to start? I always I always think the best uh, the best way to start is just to get outside. And just start walking. Because for a lot of people, you know, not every not everybody has the means to go to a gym or to uh, have a home gym or whatever the case might be. But everybody can, everybody has a pair of shoes. Everybody can start, just get outside, get some fresh air, start walking, and then kind of take it from there. Yeah. Yeah, like the simplest thing is just walk. Like, you don't need any special gear. You don't need a gym membership. Like, it is free. And, you know, like, as an outdoorsman, too, like, we already spend a ton of money Mm -hmm. on all of our gear and everything like that. And then, like, for me especially, like, I have so much stuff. But I don't really utilize it. Because even, like, last spring, uh, and I just said it on a podcast that we just finished recording, the amount of mushrooms I didn't pick because somebody said, yeah, they're at the top of that hill. Yeah. And I looked up and I went, I'll die three times to get up <laughs> yeah. to the top. Yeah. So I just didn't go. And with that, you know, I didn't pick any mushrooms. Well, any of the morels I was going after. Yeah. So after like just walking around the house, climbing your own stairs, walking around the yard or walking mm-hmm. downtown, like, do you think it's better to focus more like once you get a little bit more into it, is it better to focus more on like hills and stairs or treadmills on an incline or is it better just to kind of 
lift weights with your legs? Like, it, should you be focusing more on strength training or more like endurance for like the outdoorsman aspect of things? I honestly, I honestly think that strength training is the number one. Is everybody should strength train no matter what your whatever your fitness goals are, right? Like if it's to lose weight or if it's just to be able to climb a mountain, like you should always strength train because that's your number one thing. Getting a good routine. And what I've been doing is I have a schedule. So I'll do, I'll do a different body part each day. So I'll do shoulders, then chest and triceps. The next day I'll do biceps. The next day legs and just so on and so forth. And then mix in like the cardio with it. But yeah, like it doesn't matter what your, your goals are is just go in with a plan, have a good workout uh, routine and do the strength training and then start incorporating, just say like, if you want to, if you're looking to get fit for hunting and you want to climb hills, just go climb hills. Yeah. Like it's, I know it sounds kind of like obvious, but like, Train for what you're gonna hunt. Yeah, train for what you're gonna do. If you're gonna be hiking and all that, just find a hill, go up and down it three times. Yeah. And there's your workout for the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that's where strength training really comes into play too. Cause like when we're hiking in hills and stuff, it's not a treadmill on a 10% incline yeah. doing 2.5 miles an hour. Like if you do that, it does help. But even the hills just right here outside your house. Yeah. If you just walked in a straight line, you're going to be going up and over trees and you're going to step on a little soft spot. And if you don't really have like the strength in your legs to really push and really drive yourself up and over, you know, whatever obstacle, like Mm -hmm. it's, you're, you're going to suffer. And especially when you have like a load on your back, if you don't have the strength in your ankles and your knees and stuff, you risk injuring yourself Mm -hmm. like pretty badly when you're out on the trail or in the mountains and stuff. Cause I know. I've seen, uh, like, I'm slowly getting into this, so I've been watching quite a bit of, like, fitness yeah. stuff on YouTube and podcasts and stuff. And that's one thing they, they kept coming back to is the strength in your legs. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have the best endurance in the world. Yeah. But if you slip on a rock, if you don't have the strength in your legs to catch yourself mm-hmm. before falling, you're just going to fall. Yeah. Even though you can run a straight line marathon. If you don't have that strength, like, you're just going to hurt yourself. And then you're going to be in a really big bind. Yeah. Because, like, if you're out, whatever, the extreme, you're out 20 miles sheep hunting, you're going to have to call in a helicopter or belly crawl back to the truck. Yeah, exactly. Like, even just going up Bullhead Mountain here in Hudson Hope, like, if you fall halfway up there, like, it's a long ways to get down if you're hurt. And if you look at the map... It's a couple hundred yards or a couple hundred meter elevation change, like 600 meters or something. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not easy. Yeah, like it's not easy, but in like the aspect of what some of these guys do for like the extreme sheep, it's like a drop in the bucket. Mm -hmm. Or like, because like there's some crazy buggers that the first thing that they do is they walk 10, 15 miles to get to the base of where they start hunting. Yeah, that's it, which is insane to me. It's like, oh man. And, Plus, not to, like, you also have all your gear on your back. Yeah. Like, that's one thing that eventually, maybe this summer, I might start doing it. Like, the rucking thing where you have, like, weight on your back mm. to kind of train for that. I was thinking about doing it and, and, like, just trying it out. But that's, oh, it's so hard. Yeah. 
One, that's one thing too. If you're a guy that does like a lot of trail cameras and stuff, mm-hmm. you kind of do that in your everyday life almost. Cause like a lot of times back when I was still living out in Buick, I was hiking and rucking without even realizing I was doing yeah. that. Cause I would park the side by side and then I'd walk. Even if it was a hundred yards, you still have to walk a hundred yards with a 50 pound bag of oats or salt or whatever on your back. And like, eventually you kind of got used to it. And then when it came time to hunt, I'd walk in there without anything. And it was like, oh, like I just like, I almost jogged to the stand. So now what I want to focus on is I don't want to train as hard as I'll hunt. Mm -hmm. I want to train. So my hunt is easy. Yeah. And like, I so far like I'm just getting into it but I'm already seeing results and that's I haven't done anything crazy like I've been doing some mainly leg workouts because like my upper body is strong enough but I just need to get like my heart rate going my lungs used to breathing heavy and like basically I'm kind of doing two things at once I'm not focusing just on strength and or just on endurance Mm -hmm. I'll get onto the treadmill and I'll run for a minute, walk for a minute. Yeah. And then eventually I'll run for two minutes, walk for a minute and just yeah. slowly build that up. And I'll do that for like the first 10 to 15 minutes of my workout. And then I'll do some strength training with my legs and then I'll get onto the elliptical mm-hmm. to finish my workout. And it'll yeah. be like 10 or 15 minutes on that. And I, with the elliptical too, I don't do just like the flat line thing. There's like this, the different little workouts that are pre-programmed. Mm-hmm into that thing so it starts out easy for like a minute or two and then it steps up to like a medium for a minute or two and then it gets like really hard for a minute or two and then it comes back down to easy for like two minutes but i'll do that cycle like five times Mm -hmm. and by the time i'm done like my legs are like throbbing my heart's racing my lungs are burning but then the next time i go there i get onto the treadmill and i'm like this jog like yeah it's not that bad it's almost easy and like that was after like two or three training sessions Mm -hmm. and for me like in the not so much in the summer time or like spring summer and fall because that's when i'm actually out doing stuff yeah but in the winter i think for an outdoorsman like it is crucial to keep up to this that way in the spring say you're a guy in alberta that you know baits bears Mm -hmm. i bet you that first month of walking in and rebating your bears yeah is just brutal and you're going why the hell am i doing this where if you're just working out if you're just working out during the winter come spring bear season even for me doing spot and stock Mm -hmm. that first bear that i stock up on but this is way easier than 30 minutes on that elliptical right and even like even something like doing the the birch syrup like the collecting birch water and stuff like, it's not that physically demanding, but, you know, if there's still a little bit of snow or whatever and you're trudging through the bush and if you got seven or eight buckets hanging up, you know, it's a little bit of work. But now that now that you're, when you're into working out and stuff, it's not, it's easy. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah. And that is one thing, too, is nothing can actually replicate, like, real world yeah, real stuff. Because, yeah. like like birch syrup there's lots of times where i'll be walking around in april mm-hmm. and you're walking on top of the crust and all of a sudden your foot breaks through yeah and you're into snow up to your crotch yeah. 
while you're holding a five gallon bucket that's three quarters of the way full of birch yeah. water and you still have to take that step to get your foot out on top of the snow yeah. and pick yourself back up without spilling anything or whatever and mm-hmm. same thing walking through like the moss and even just over logs and stuff like when i was pretty fit i wouldn't say i was ever like actually fit but when i was doing quite a bit of hiking and stuff i shot a moose once and i wounded him mm-hmm. and I hiked for, uh, I don't know, four hours looking yeah. for him. And by the time I was done, like, my hips hurt, my ass hurt, my legs hurt, my ankles hurt. And, like, that's when I was, like, quote-unquote, in good shape. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things where the gym, it's not a, it's not 100%, but it's way better than just not going. Yeah. I found, like, I've been doing this now for, it'll be, like, I don't know, a year and a half-ish that we've been really working out and going hard. And uh, and then I just started, like, running last August, so, like, six months ago or something like that. So now I basically do, like, a hybrid training with running and strength training. And it is the best, the best results I've ever gotten so far. Yeah. Like, doing both. And then... Also, with the running and the strength training, your cardio and endurance, like, just goes through the roof. Yeah. Like, you can just lift weights and, like, you don't need any breaks or rest time or anything. Yeah. It's really cool. And that's where, like, on the treadmill, too, to keep kind of bouncing back and forth. When you're on the treadmill and running, Mm -hmm. it's not so much good for your legs. I think it's best for, like, your heart and lungs. Yeah, 100%. Because there's lots of times I'll be whatever just hiking up a little hill to go and look for a mushroom Mm -hmm. and like my legs aren't tired but my heart is just pounding and like your chest hurts and your lungs hurt and like you stop not because your legs give out it's because you have zero endurance at all yeah like when i first started running last year i was doing that same thing it was like run a minute walk a minute and in that minute of walking, I'd be like so out of breath and my heart is just like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh man, like, I don't know if I'm going to make it here. Yeah. And then, but then somewhere it just, I found with the running that it, my stamina increased like super quick. Mm-hmm. Like within a couple months, I was able to run. Like what I do now is I just run four minutes, walk one. And I pretty much do that for all my runs. Yeah. And in that four minutes, if I'm going at a slower pace, like I'm not even breathing hard, I'm not breathing heavy unless I actually push it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's such a it's so good for your cardiovascular health that it's yeah it's amazing. Yeah. Well, then just uh, yesterday I was on the elliptical, mm-hmm. and that's the first time I've gone past ten minutes. Yeah. And like at the ten minute mark, it was like, okay, this is where I stop. Yeah. And like my legs were burning and they hurt, my lungs hurt. But then I was just like, go another minute. Yeah. And I went another minute and I was like, go one more minute. Yeah. And then I just kept going and like the pain didn't get worse. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was still there. And like, if you wanted to quit, yeah, it's going to feel good to stop. Yeah. But at the same time, I kept going at that pace mm-hmm. and like it just, I just kept going. Yeah. And it's. When you start getting into this and you start pushing yourself even harder and harder and you start accomplishing things that you never in a million years thought you could. Mm-hmm. Like last year we did the dam run, which was a 10 mile trail run through like 
big elevation changes and all that. And then for fun, we just did a half marathon in town, like at a walking track. And it's just like, man, like I can't believe I'm able to do this kind of stuff. Like I still, sometimes I'm like, man, it's insane. And it's, it's honestly, it's, it's changed like almost every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. Like I'm able to just do things that I couldn't do before. I'm able to buy clothes that I couldn't buy before. Like it's, it's really really cool. Yeah. That's about the only downside for outdoorsmen is if you're a, if you're a heavier guy and you've bought like Sitka or Kuyu or something like that, you just spent two grand on the full elk hunter or whatever. And then you train for six months, you go. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> it don't fit no more. I'm gonna tell the wife. Yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but I know like there's been times too where see you have a trail camera and it's down a little hill or up a hill or whatever. Yeah. You walk in there a few times and it's always kinda hard or you, you always have to stop two or three times. Eventually you get to the point where like you haven't gone there in a month or two. But you've been working out at the gym yeah. and you're like oh, man i gotta go check that chill camera but like it's oh it's such a workout to come out of that ravine or that rut or that hill or whatever but then after that six months or so at like the gym and stuff you go out and you have that same thought in the back of your mind mm-hmm. but then as you're walking out you're three quarters of the way back up to the truck and you're like oh i haven't yeah. stopped yeah like, <laughs> I know even back in the day before I started on this like fitness stuff there were times where we'd go to the river to go fishing or something and it's like well let's park to the closest spot that we can access the river then it's like well there's way better fishing like way down there but it's like well man I don't want to walk way down there so I'll just fish here never catch anything oh yeah I was bad for that when it comes to like hunting spots too it was like I hunt over here because I can drive my truck and then it's like 300 yards that I walk. Yeah. But then I'll be on Google Maps and I'll be like, oh, look at this. There's a nice little meadow over here and oh, I need to go in there and I need to check that out. Yeah. So I drive all the way out to wherever and I look and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's down a really long, steep hill. Yeah. I'm not hunting in there. And then you talk to somebody and you let it slip like, hey, man, like I found this little meadow. It looks great. And Buddy might be like, oh, I hunt there every year. And yeah, like I've shot an elk yeah. every year. Yeah. And you're like, hmm. But then you're like, ah, you got to shoot it after you walk in there. Then you got to pack it all out. And like your motivation to go there is just like non-existent. Like yeah. you don't even think that you're going to go in there. But now that I'm starting to work out and I'm getting into better shape, it's like you look at a map and you're like, yeah, we can go there. Like, who cares? Right. You got to hike a elk out a couple of trips. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, just so go. Workout for the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It, it, it teaches, I found the biggest thing too, with working out for this a long period of time, is the number one thing it's given me is discipline in every aspect of my life. Like, it's. It's just something that I know I have to do for the day. It's like, okay, I got to work out today. I, it doesn't matter what I got going on, work or schedule or whatever wise. It's, oh, I got to get into the gym and get my, even some days it's just a quick, simple half an hour. You don't, and especially if you're just starting out, like you don't need that much time. Like a 20 minutes every day is good enough. Like you can, 
until you start pushing yourself more and more, like, yeah, you don't need that much time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy, too, because even for me, like, there's been days where I go out to the gym and I'll put in, like, a 10 or 15-minute workout because it's, whatever, late at night, and I'm like, I haven't done nothing today. So you yeah. quickly run over and just kind of do it, and, like, you kind of almost think that it's useless, but then it's better than sitting on the couch for that yeah. 10 or 15 yeah, minutes. And that's the, another cool thing with the running too, is I'm able to, my pace right now is roughly between eight and nine minutes per kilometer. That's on like a treadmill. So when I'm at work and I want to run five kilometers every day, I can get up in the morning. I only need 18 minutes and I can run two kilometers before work or whatever. (laughs) Right. And then after work, I can get the three and do some strength training or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, you don't need that much time. Yeah. Like, you can easily get it out. Well, and then for guys that are just starting out, too, like, one of the huge things is, like, all these supplements and all this crap that kind of goes with it. And people think it goes hand in hand. Yeah. But, like, when you're starting out, I mean, even if you're not just starting out, even if you've been doing it for, like, a year or two, mm-hmm. really, technically speaking, like, you don't need... Pre-workout. You don't need BCAAs. You don't need creatine. You don't need protein powder. You just need to move and exercise. Yeah. Most of that is all, like all the supplements and all that kind of stuff is just an extra tool. But it's a multi-million dollar like thing for a reason. Oh, yeah. Because it's just marketing and like, oh, you need this. You need that. No. You need to drink water, eat healthy food, and exercise. That's it. Yeah. And if you sweat a lot, you need a bit of salt. Yeah. Like, other than that, like, yeah. the other stuff, like, it it does have its benefits. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's not 100% crucial. Like, yeah. you're not going to lose gains because you don't yeah. have it. I mean, like, look at old-timers, like, Grandpa, when he worked in the forestry industry. Mm-hmm. He had three peanut butter sandwiches, a he thermos of coffee, yeah. and, like, a Mars bar. Right. Like... And he was like fit as as hell. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I I take quite a bit of supplements, but I don't. I'm starting to switch it up because I basically I'm just taking a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. But what I'm gonna start doing is getting good high quality supplements, yeah. and just kind of comparing it with my diet too. Because I want to get you should be getting most of your supplements from your food anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah. Yeah, that's what I do too. Like, I have pre-workout and I have those BCAAs. Mm-hmm. And, like, the majority of them all taste terrible. Yeah. Like, I've never yeah. found one that's actually, like, really good. I've just found one that doesn't taste as bad as yeah. the last one. Yeah. But it gets to the point where it's like, I spent $49 on pre-workout. I've used it, like, three times and, like, yeah. it's gross. I don't like it. So, like, I haven't drank it in a couple weeks now. But... Uh, same thing with like all the supplements that I take you know I, I have some issues here and there I'm 30 things are slowly starting to yeah. pop up kind of thing so it's like oh maybe I need a little bit more whatever vitamin D because it's winter time mm-hmm. so I take two 1000 whatever that is UI yeah. pills of vitamin D just because I'm lacking in that same thing with like magnesium and calcium and, and things like I take small doses of that stuff because I'm not getting a hundred percent of it within my diet, but 
I also don't see them as these magical mm -hmm. do-all pills. Same as like a multivitamin. Yeah. I'm taking them because I'm most likely lacking in some things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, eh, whatever. It's like a feel-good. Yeah. Like, eh, if I get a little too much of one, whatever. It's, it's no big deal. But, yeah, when it comes to supplements, like the the marketing on that stuff it's like if you don't take this you're gonna die it's like yeah. no you're not gonna die yeah like you might be lacking in it but i mean you're still alive yeah, you're you're, still you're doing good like you're fine most of the things that people will take supplements for like if say they want energy or something it's not waking up and taking a pill is going to give you energy just having a good like morning routine is going to do it for you stuff like that basically stuff that's free like if you wake up in the morning, get outside for the first little bit, get some sunlight, do a bit of uh, just walk, either a walk or like a quick run or whatever, like you would be surprised how much energy you have throughout the day just from waking up and doing that. Yeah. And just sleep too. Yeah. There's so many people that go to bed at like midnight mm -hmm. and then they wake up at six and they're yeah. tired and groggy. It's like, well, yeah, you only slept six hours. Yeah. And then they got to drink like three cups of coffee first thing in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like for me, I... I drink a little bit of coffee. Me too. One cup a day. Yeah, but like for the most part, I drink a cup of tea in the morning and sometimes I don't even drink tea. I just wake up, drink like a liter of water to get everything kind of moving and rocking and rolling and off I go and I just kind of do my own thing and I'm good because I know like there's been a lot of times where I wake up and I drink one or two cups of coffee, yeah. but then like come like one to three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm just dead tired. I've also noticed that when it comes to eating too, and like food goes hand in hand with exercise too. Like yeah. if I eat a big breakfast, I'm slow and sluggish mm -hmm. for the first couple hours. And then when that kind of drops off, it must be like your blood sugar level or whatever. Yeah. Then I get really tired. So you have to over caffeinate to yeah. kind of pick yourself back up. And then the way that we're kind of programmed with like our food clock, like you wake up and eat breakfast at mm -hmm. 12 o'clock noon you have to eat lunch and at 6 p.m you have to eat supper where now i just kind of go with the flow yeah. i eat when i'm hungry and if i'm bored and i open up the fridge i just close the fridge and i go and do something because like mm -hmm. i'm not actually hungry yeah. i'm just bored, bored yeah. so it's like well if i you know if i cook up an egg and eat it that'll take me 15 minutes <laughs> yeah. you know yeah <laughs> Yeah, I start every day with a liter of water with a pinch of salt in it. The good quality, uh, we got the Vancouver Island sea salt stuff, or it's amazing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I start every day with the liter of water and then usually like go outside, take care of the chickens that we got here and stuff and like just get outside and get some fresh air and like it's the best way to start your day. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Yeah, that's where too like the most happy I've I've ever been is when I've had like the least mm -hmm. like when we used to go on the trap line and stuff you wake up and you look around and like you have a roof over your head yeah. a fire in the stove a gun hanging by the door and like there's no cell phone service and like you have like absolutely nothing yeah. other than what you brought there with you and like it's great and there's no distractions yeah a couple books maybe yeah, yeah so you water. you wake up you have a cup of coffee maybe eat a bowl of oatmeal or whatever and you're like well i guess we gotta go outside to stay entertained so you go out and 
you split firewood or yeah. you hop on the sled and go check your traps and you're constantly moving and you're motivated and you're actually active during the day and then at night you come back in you eat supper you bring in your armload of wood for the night you stoke up the stove you go to bed and like yeah you're tired yeah yeah and people are like oh my god you know the best sleep i've ever had was out at your guys's cabin oh it was so yeah. nice it's like well for one you have no distractions yeah. for two it's actually dark and for three, if you're not moving and doing something outside in the fresh air, yeah. you're sitting in the cabin reading a book. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's like literally nothing to do or you're listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's another thing for like outdoorsmen too. Like if you're sitting at home and you're bored, don't turn on the TV, like mm-hmm. go outside and do something or try to do something just to stay a little bit more active. And then... Yeah. That little bit of activity here and there goes a long ways when it comes to actually real world stuff where like mm-hmm. picking berries or whatever, trying to find a spot to hunt mule deer or elk and things like that. And mm-hmm. a little bit goes a long ways. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Even something simple, just going outside, going having a campfire somewhere. Like that is some of my favorite things to do is just like, when I know not so much here in Hudson Hope, cause like we pretty much live in the outdoors, you know, like, yeah. and, uh, but when we, when I lived in Fort St. John in town, there were like probably three, four times a week, we'd just get in the truck and be like, man, let's go for a drive, yeah. go, go down some random road, get a little bit of wood, have a fire, you know, yeah. and it's just, the, it's good. You get a little bit of exercise, cut in the wood, and then you just have a fire, relax, oh. enjoy being outside, getting away from all the people in the town and yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And things like getting firewood too. That's one thing I almost miss about living out in Buick because like I had to get firewood. Otherwise yeah. there's no heat in the house. Yeah. So like when it comes to cutting firewood, you have to pack your saw out. And with me, I have a 261 CM uh, still. So it weighs 14 pounds. Just walking, holding on to that thing, it's already a bit of a workout if you're not used to running a saw. Yeah. And then you have to cut your tree down, then you have to limb it all, then you have to buck it all up, then you have to pack it all to the truck. And, like, if you never do it, it's it's brutal yeah. at times. Yeah. But then, like, for me, like, I had to get firewood to keep my house warm. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, an everyday thing. So then when it came to, like, hiking in the bush, I already did it. Every day of the week, cutting firewood. Yeah. So now, when it came to cutting or uh, checking trail cameras and stuff, well, this is way easier than cutting firewood. Like it was, it was nice. So it kind of comes back to like, kind of mimicking that going to the gym, like mm-hmm. doing arm curls and squats and everything like that. Like you almost have to mimic what you're gonna do in the bush, but in the gym. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And just yeah, just and once you get some momentum too, it's it's easy to go like i know when i first started it was like oh i gotta work out today and i was like always looking forward to rest days and stuff and then somewhere around like six months or so in it starts to switch and you're like oh i got a scheduled rest day today i don't really want to and even like today i had a rest day but i went outside and i did a whole bunch of chores and stacked a bunch of firewood, brought wood over to your house and like cleaned up the yard and got a bunch of steps in. So it's still like, even though it's a rest day, I'm not going to the gym today. I still am doing 
stuff. I'm not just sitting on the couch all day and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think for, for guys like me, it's while you're going to the gym, it's a pain, it's a drag. You don't really like doing it because we're not outside and mm-hmm. you have all the excuses in the world. But then when you finally do go outside and you you start to do something, that's when you realize like what you have been doing mm-hmm. has finally paid off. Because like now if I hike a creek, I'm not going to go, well, I'll go that first bend and then stop. Or if somebody says, yeah, the mushrooms are on top of that hill, I'm not going to look at that hill and go, oh, that's too far for me. Yeah. Or if okay. there's a you know meadow down the hill, like, okay, well, I'll just walk down the hill. Mm-hmm. Where like before, you know, it was just, yeah, didn't even cross your mind like, yeah, uh, too hard. we're, we're going to fish right here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, if I can't drive to it, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And now I'm like, especially in Hudson Hope, there's so many trails and random, like most of them are like old quad trails and stuff. Mm. But this summer and even now I started doing it because we don't have that much snow. I just go to a trail, start walking on it, run a little bit, walk, whatever, yeah. see where it goes, have no clue and just, yeah. Like I don't, it never crosses my mind to like, oh, that's going to be too hard. I don't want to do it. It's like, oh no, I'm in good enough shape now that I can do anything. And then while you're doing stuff like that too, and I I seen it a lot when I was out in Buick and truth be told, it was when I was driving a side by side. So it's not quite the same, but all of a sudden you're like, oh, what's this? And then you hike in there and you're like, oh, this is my new spot to hunt some whitetails. Like, wow, look how much deer tracks are here. Cause I... I did that uh, last fall. I walked into a spot and I found a great big, huge elk lick. And there's a, it looked like a highway yeah. where all the elk have been walking. So I'm like, well, I'm going to hunt some elk here next yeah, year. Perfect. Yeah, like I don't have to go to Tumblr Ridge or mm-hmm. try to find private property I can hunt on. Like I found a spot. Yeah. And I found that spot because I went for a walk. Yeah. Yeah, just walking and exploring is some of, honestly, it's some of my favorite things to do. Mm. Like I've always, even before I was working out, I always loved just going for walks and especially with the dog, you know, you can take her out and, and then especially here, like you can just go and go in the bush and yeah. in the summertime, look for berries or whatever and plants. And it's, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. And then being not even in shape, but being in better shape than you are today, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Because last spring, I started walking in the one old burn. And, like, if you have your head down and you're just kind of looking and checking for mushrooms and stuff, and you start walking, pretty soon you poke your head up and you're like, oh, like, I've walked, like, three kilometers from the truck. And, like, it was like a stroll in the park. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Where if, if you're not in any shape at all and somebody was like, yeah, if you walk three kilometers that way, you're going to find an oyster mushroom. Yeah. I'm not going that far. Yeah. Where now I'm like, oh, two, three kilometers that way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll see it on a nice big solid poplar tree. Like, yeah. All right. Well, let it's, me grab my basket. Uh, it's the same too with all the, um, like all the hiking trails around here. Mm-hmm. There are some like the, like the waterfall trail or whatever. It's like 12 kilometers and like. Before, I'd be like, I am not walking 12 kilometers. I took a quad in there. Yeah. And then now I'm like, okay. Like, it's only 12. Like, no problem. Make a day of it. The crazy thing is, too, and uh, I've seen it firsthand, but we took a quad in there, 
-hmm. And then when you get there, it's down a pretty steep hill. Yeah. Me and the father-in-law walked down there, yeah. but somebody else I know didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to make fun of them, but, you know, <laughs> they looked at that hill and went, no. Yeah. And me and the father-in-law were like, yeah, yeah. I want to see the waterfall. Yeah. So we just hiked down there. Like, coming up, I was out of breath, but, like, I knew that. Like, yeah. I knew, like, especially at that time, I was not in shape at all. But if you do it once, you can yeah. do it again. The yeah, second exactly. time you do it, it's going to be easier than the first time. Mm -hmm. As long as you don't go home and eat, you know, a bucket of KFC chicken yeah. afterwards. But Yeah, like we went to the Steen Vents last fall. And we walked all the way in there. And we, we did park like kind of further away because I wanted to get a good walk in. Mm -hmm. And we walked in and we got to the, to the bank. And it like to get to the Steen Vents is like a really steep. And I'm like, well... We've already went this far. Like, we can't stop now. <laughs> that That's my thought when we got to the waterfall. It was yeah. like, we already drove the quads all the way in here. Yeah, like, like we you going. can hear it and you can kind of see it. But, like, you just got to hike yeah. down this little hill. Like, yeah, it's, like, okay. it's just, like, mind over matter. It's like, yeah, walking back up, you're going to be breathing pretty hard. Yeah. But, like, eh, who cares? Right? Take it's, one or two yeah. steps, stop, get your breath. Take one or two steps or five, ten, whatever it is. Yeah. Just, yeah, just to slowly make your way back up. Like, yeah. And it's so rewarding. Like, when you walk to these places, it's like, wow. Like, I can't believe I did that. Like, this yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Well, and even when it comes to, like, hiking up hills and stuff like that, you know, it's like a mind over matter kind of a thing where Bullhead Mountain. Mm -hmm. If you look at the base and you look at the top and go, yeah. that's my goal. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Your goal is 200 yards in front of you mm -hmm. get to that first power pole and then from there get to that flat spot yeah and then from there get to that yeah. rock Cut it into yeah i always do that when i'm hiking up a hill i'll like look up and be like hey just go from here to there and then have another break yeah and then usually i'll pass that whatever spot and i'm like oh okay keep going yeah <laughs> yeah it's really cool because we climbed me and courtney climbed bullhead last year and now every time I drive by it, I look at it and go, I walk to the top of that thing. Yeah. It's just like such a cool feeling. <laughs> My goal is I want to climb Bullhead Mountain every single year, at least once. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to do that uh, on this day's off, but it's been so incredibly windy and yeah. it kind of snowed and then it got kind of melty. So it, I don't know, there might be some ice, but whatever, I can do it here and... That's probably going to be a March hike for me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking once the weather kind of warms up a bit more. Because yeah. it's, yeah, it's going to be a definite challenge right now with, like, it's pretty slippery and stuff. And it's like, eh. Yeah. It's already a it's miserable already hike. Yeah. No, no <laughs> sense of making it even harder. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, do you have any other tips and stuff for, like, when it comes to just getting in slightly better shape for hiking and stuff? I think just... As long as you have have a plan and a mindset that you're gonna do it, you're good to go. You don't you don't have to wait for the perfect opportunity to start. You can start whenever you want. Start small, you know, and then just work your way up. And uh, from the one thing that really helped me is, especially when I when we first started working out, because I honestly my gym routine used to be go to the gym, walk, do some kind of cardio thing. And do a couple machines and be like, okay, good. Yeah. Like, I had no clue what I was doing. 
Yeah, look at the stickers on the machines yeah. and YouTube and whatever. Exactly. But now we we started actually working out at our house and we have we all we did for our home gym is just bought some dumbbells and then we did uh, beach body. And it's just a video on demand, like kind of like Netflix, but for workout programs. Oh, yeah. And just by doing those, you actually figure out like, oh, that's how you actually work out. Like how many sets and reps and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's such a good tool. And like you have YouTube, you can just get all this stuff for free as well. Like, yeah. And on YouTube, like there is a lot of just random dudes and girls yeah. that are doing the thing. But there's also a lot of channels. I think it's Nike they put up their own channel and it's just like straight body workouts. Yeah. And like, I've done a couple of them. Yep. And at first you're like, what the hell good is this going to do? <laughs> yeah. You get five minutes in and you're like, slow down woman. Like yeah. I can't keep up. Like stop. Give me a yeah. break. There are so many <laughs> utilities out there that you can use that are free mm. that. Yeah. Like YouTube, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Like basically now what I do is I make my own workout schedule and I just go like, okay, today I'm going to do shoulders, but I want to incorporate like the cable machine at the gym more than dumbbells or whatever. Yeah. So I'll just like go online and search a bunch of moves and then I just write them down. And then when I go to the gym, I have it written down what I'm doing and okay, yeah. easy. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have the, the world at our fingertips with cell phones yeah. and like, yeah. Worst case scenario too, if you want to spend money, you can always get a personal trainer yeah. too and just tell them like, Hey. I want to focus on, you know, endurance or strength or yeah. just tell them the story. Be like, hey, I want to hike up to the top of the hill where the guys had mushrooms were. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, okay, so you need to work out on this and that and maybe a little bit of core strength. And mm -hmm. we don't have to worry about your shoulders because you're carrying a wicker basket. Like, mm -hmm. don't worry about that. We'll just yeah. do ankles, legs, core, yeah. good to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. And just... One of the things I've realized too is find people that work out a lot and just talk to them because they love like people that, especially at the gym in uh, where I work in camp, like I'll see those guys on site and then we'll like talk and they'll like share some of their tips and stuff. Cause they're just like, they want to help you just get in better shape too. Like yeah. it's, I find the fitness community actually is pretty like pretty welcoming and like, especially when you first start, if you don't know what you're doing at all, yeah. like, come on, I'll show you. Here, do this. Oh, yeah. And when it comes to, like, working out at the gym, too, it's not like you're telling somebody your super secret hunting spot. No. It's like you're in the same, like, you're already there. This yeah. is the super secret spot, the gym. Yeah. It's just a simple, yeah, like, here, I'll show you. Yeah. Do this move with that, and yeah, there you go. Yeah. You're good to go. <laughs> right on. Well, you guys, I hope that... Uh, kind of helps you out and kind of gets you motivated to move a little bit more and uh yeah helps you hike up to the top of the hill find those mushrooms and uh get you outside and get you moving so uh yeah i think we're gonna wrap this up here and uh, we're gonna go to the gym do some workouts and we'll catch you on the next one